0: Hi friends, you ever just burn six hours of your day that you didn't want to burn on some bug? (sighs) That was yesterday. Yesterday, burned a lot of time on this freaking bug. And I got to say, it's up there in the most mysterious, weird things I've ever encountered. You know how, you know, there's a bug that happens and you go, "Uh, I know what that is, but it's hard. There's that, right? Then there's the bugs that happen that you go, what? I don't even know what that is. I don't even know how to replicate it. Like this was so gnarly. It was at the data tables series I'm working on. And I got this whole data tables page all finished and everything. And I just start clicking everything a ton just to see that everything is like stable, you know, and every once in a while there would be an error in the console related to the new Axe anchor plugin. And I'm like, huh, that's really weird. And I like, I'll just repeat the thing I just did to get it to trigger again. It doesn't trigger. So I probably spent 25 minutes just finding a way to reliably get that error to trigger. And it's the weirdest thing. It's like, I have to filter by a certain set of dates, then by a certain status of order, like paid or refunded, switch between those statuses and those dates, like two times with a certain data set, and then it would trigger. Okay. I got the error, but what the heck does this error have to do with it has to do with a missing element? Why is this element missing? Why is the references element missing? All right. Let's go down that rabbit hole. It's like, okay, I don't even know what that does. So you, you end up, you end up going deep on your guess. You know, I've talked about this before. This is just troubleshooting and kind of the process of troubleshooting and how you just learn how to efficiently troubleshoot over time, school of hard knocks, you know, where it's like, you usually figure some bug out or you experience some bug, replicate it. And then you go, you make a hypothesis. And you test a few things because you don't want to go through all the work of stripping everything down and, you know, really isolating exactly what's causing this bug. Cause that's going to be a lot of work. And you're like, well, maybe I can just shortcut it. So you just dive right in. So I'm in the morph dom code. I'm in all this code, console logging, just doing discovery, trying to figure out if I can spot what this is without really rolling up my sleeves. So we're like an hour, maybe two in probably less. I don't know. Then I decide to just like, all right, let's freaking just strip out code, just remove blocks of code until the thing starts working. And then add that thing back in and strip out other stuff and really reduce it down to its, you know, essence. And what I found (laughs) was so weird. This thing only happens when you have a lazy component nested in another component. The outer component binds an ID to a. Uh, to an element with X ID or with X bind colon ID in Alpine that's on, that has to be on the parent. The child has to have wire keys in a table loop and the child has to have wire loading. If I remove any of those, everything works. That's, Oh my gosh. So weird. I'm like, what the heck does wire loading have to do with X bind ID? they are totally different parts of the of the system completely different parts i have no idea eventually i realize that the error is being caused because when morphdom is updating the page alpine is not picking up one of the new elements and initializing it so that's that's the problem so what the heck is going on with that ah uh, so i end up like digging into mutation observer and i find mutation observer is not picking it up and if you don't know what mutation observer is it's alpine's internal system to detect when any mutations to html have been made on the page and then alpine reacts to those things by either initializing itself or tearing down old stuff that kind of thing so uh (laughs) it's like so i just thought that this is a mutation observer problem it's not picking up this mutation why is it not you know dig 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 Josh Hanley wakes up around like 3 p.m. or something because he's in Australia, my 3 p.m. And I'm like, dude, Josh, I need you, man. I need you. I need somebody. And there's no better person than him. So great, graciously, he probably just woke up like he might have even been laying in bed. Who knows? And he hopped on a call with me and we paired for a few hours and we eventually pinned it down. But it was so gnarly and so wonky and... It's like, what the heck? And I realized that whatever, I mean, Alpine has its own system internally that where it's watching for mutations, but sometimes Alpine is making those mutations and there can be weird stuff where like Alpine makes the mutation and then the mutation observer picks it up and then Alpine reinitializes. So you like don't want that. So I have code that's like you wrap that code in this function and then it won't be, it'll be ignored by mutation observer. And that code works pretty well. Um, but, oh my gosh, this was a, (laughs) the only reason this is happening is because of basically some crazy conflict between multiple Q micro tasks in the event loop, flushing mutation observer records. Oh my gosh, deepest (laughs) stuff. But we ended up rewriting the little part of the system that flushes the mutation records. And there was just a hole in our logic, a tiny hole. And that hole can only be reached if you have enough QMicro tasks and enough mutations and in weird places with weird scenarios. It's like kind of a miracle that I even triggered this error. It both is and it isn't because it's such weird circumstances, such edge circumstances to trigger something like this. But then in reality, it's like it's pretty common that somebody would have a table with three nested lazy components with loading indicators on them and ID bindings all over the page so it's kind of a common thing but i've never hit this before i've never hit anything related to this and it's a pretty sneaky thing so we identified it we fixed it it's a very clean fix it you know all the tests still pass it's i'm very confident in it like now that's a part of the system i understand way better and it's super solid and so it's like i'm done with the we're done with the pairing and i'm like i feel great about this (laughs) like like when I started it, I felt horrible because that's, that's how this thing goes. It's, that, it's the emotional roller coaster of software maintenance where something goes wrong. You don't know what's wrong. You barely know how to recreate it. I was, I was trying to... So Hannah was like, how's your day? And I'm like, it was not good. I worked like all day and most of the day was on this darn thing. Maybe a little more than half of it. It was a long freaking day. I'm like, oh, it was a long day and It sucked. I was supposed to be working on other stuff, but I wasted half the day on this thing I couldn't even replicate. And, and she's like, oh, what was it? And, you know, often, t- you know, it's all you, you guys, I'm sure understand if you're talking to your partners or somebody who doesn't really know about programming, it's like, I can't even begin to tell you anything related to the specifics. But so I was like, well, the best way I can describe it is if I blinked right now and the lamp Turned off. <laughs> and like randomly, I just go about my day blinking like normal. And occasionally, the lamp turns off. It's like, where would you even begin? I have no idea. Why do my eyelids closing cause the lamp to turn off? Is it electrical signals being generated by my brain on a certain frequency that interferes with the remote we have for the lamp? Is it a spiritual? thing is it a spiritual entanglement that has been created in the cosmos because of a black cat that walked by me <laughs> like i have no idea where do you even start that's what the day felt like um so anyway but we solved the problem but that's just i don't know i just wanted to tell you about it see ya